It's another month in comedy and time again for the roundup. Tonight, we're talking to four of our favorite crowd killer comics making waves across Canada from the Atlantic to the Pacific. We're picking their brains on the topics of the day and how they find the funny in a world gone absolutely mad. I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go Inside the Jokes. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes, baby! Right here on 640 Toronto, and of course, streaming coast to coast, Canada wide. Planet Earthwide, everywhere where there's Tay Internet, so you can find us on Global News Online. That is, of course, while there still is an internet and a world. Who knows how long that's going to last for? And we are brought to you, as always, by our good friends and Hakeem Optical, helping you see brightly into the future, which, uh, who knows about all that? Anyways, we have our producer, Vince Tedesco, on the line. Vince, it is the end of yet another month in comedy, and that means it's time for a roundup, buddy. We got four of our favorite comics, coast to coast, across the country, weighing in on just some of the biggest topics happening in the news right now. There's a lot to chew on this week. There's pop culture stuff. There's global disasters. There's chaos. There's uh, We have like a new celebrity trial that seems to be like the biggest thing since the OJ trial. So we're going to get into all that. And then comics getting slapped and punched in the face keeps being a thing. I don't know why. It's been a crazy, yeah, it's been a crazy four weeks in comedy. If Or just, it's been a free crazy four weeks in the world in the world i mean it's funny because you know the last couple months on this show have all been all about yeah the lockdowns are over masks are off festivals are back and everything's back and it's great uh but this month in the roundup there's a lot to go over there's of course last month we were talking about the now infamous you know chris rock slap at the oscars uh but then now dave Chappelle got attacked on stage so we're gonna talk about that with our panel uh again we're just getting back to live comedy after two years of the p word that we won't say and now it's like but guess what monkey pox so (laughs) (laughs) the hits keep coming and of course you know nuclear war and now there's a thing with china and you know the planet's on fire and uh and yes of course the johnny depp amber heard thing which i everybody's everybody's glued to this it's crazy like this is like the biggest thing since like here's the thing the world is crazy people are crazy which makes comedy gold that does make comedy gold. And here's the thing. I think we haven't actually had a roundup like this in a while where we just had a free-for-all with the panel and looked at some pop culture stuff and went, what the heck is going on? And who better, of course, to weigh in on that stuff than comics. So it's time for a roundup. We got a full panel, four of our favorites, right here tonight on Inside Jokes. By chance, I seen her in the lobby of the Ritz with a man, the one that swings the hockey stick. I was wearing all white and my hair was looking precious. I might got a chest and a dresser uh, A little machine to make espresso uh, I heard you feel where's echo Welcome back to Inside Jokes, baby! Right here on 640 Toronto and of course, coast to coast, Canada-wide on the Global News Radio Network. Brought to you by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. Helping you look at the world around you more clearly. But whatever you do, do not watch the news. For the love of God, don't look at the news with your Hakeem Optical glasses. The world is terrible and insane, which brings us, by the way, to the end of another month in comedy. That means it's time again for another roundup. We've got a full panel of comics from all across the country weighing in on everything going on in the news this month. Uh, There's a lot to chew on right now. There's 
comics getting punched. There's divorce trials. There's maybe <laughs> nuclear war. Monkeypox, whatever the that is, is now a thing. Lots to get into. Uh, we're going to go around the panel. Out in Vancouver, we got Ola Dada, who is now also TV certified. How are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm very good, my man. How are you doing myself? So what, uh, you're on network TV now. Tell us a little bit about this. What's going on with that? Uh, I've been on Candace Scott Talent. And, there we um, go. Nah, I'm the pride of Fort McMurray now. The pride of Fort Mac. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> there we nah, go. Canadians bad. on television worldwide. Uh, here in Toronto, we got one of our favorites who's joined us a few times throughout the pandemic. We have Keisha Brownie. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you doing, Dean? We are great, which by the way, I, I was trying to not even say the P word, but all the times we talked to you the last like two seasons, you were doing these online shows and stuff. Things are live again. So that's great. We're live again. It's good. We're live. We're excited. We're also tired. We're, we're, very, yeah, yeah. we're, we're exhausted. <laughs> we are. That's, that's comedy right now. It's just like, oh, we're also tired and sad. Yeah. Well, live, shows, live shows again, at least until, you know, monkeypox is coming. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Monkeypox. Like, that's true. Can't even. That is. Out in Montreal, we got Eva Alexo. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I miss you guys. It's nice to like do this again. It's fun to see all you guys again. And like, actually people are going up in front of live audiences now, you know, cause all of you that we've talked to during the last two seasons of this show, it's like, yeah, I'm doing a zoom thing today. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is show is still yeah. recorded on zoom, by the way, just to this show is recorded on oh, zoom. Yeah. But the radio doesn't need to know that last, <laughs> but certainly not least. <laughs> Out in the West Coast, out in Alberta, we've got now the globe-trotting Danny Martinello is with us. How you doing there, Fine. Oh, I'm doing uh, fantastic. You can ask me in a couple hours here when this game's done, and I should be. I'll, I'll see how I feel. <laughs> You're for Go the Oilers, baby. <laughs> yeah, I had to fly in. I, you know, the Battle of Alberta since '91. I was like, oh, I, I don't even think I was born yet. So let's go. Let's go and do it. <laughs> let's go. You were I like how you think about it, though. I do like. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm 31 right now. It's the playoffs. Last time the Oilers were in the playoffs, I think I was like stealing Mickey's the liquor when I was like 13, running around the streets trying to be an adult. So now I'm like, oh, let's experience it like this. <laughs> Fair enough. That's and I love to hear, by the way, you know, you just came back from Fiji. You came back from Melbourne. You came back from LA. Did not did not take the sting out of your Alberta accent whatsoever. So that's great to hear. <laughs> oh, that's First, the only way they can identify me as a Canadian international. <laughs> you don't even need like the safety patch on your bag. You just, how does she go in there? And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they go, oh, excuse me, are you American? I go, oh, but I'm North American. But <laughs> no, pretty much I'm not from there. So, and then they go, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, first, would like to work, never would like to live, but how's it going? <laughs> first thing I want to pick everybody's brain on, because again, there's a lot of, crazy things going on in the news and in pop culture and in the world we'll get the kind of elephant out of the room right away last month on this show we of course had to address the whole now infamous will smith chris rock oscars slap uh and at the time people were like this sets a bad precedent you can go up on stage and hit a comic but it was kind of like that wasn't really what that was about that was more like a will smith thing it wasn't i don't think people were watching that at home being like great i've been waiting to do this now will smith did it so now it's fine but now, more recently, 
Dave Chappelle got full-blown attacked on stage by a dude with a knife. And now that conversation's kind of happening again where people are like, what's what's happening? Is this like, is punch a comic becoming a thing now? So for all of you as working comics, what do you think? Do you think that's really what, like a concern here? Don't you think it's kind of ridiculous to say that this is a wave of like, now it's becoming a thing where you can attack a comic for their jokes? Well, it definitely feels possible now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was... It wasn't a Crazy. question before, but like now it's like, okay, he can do it. <laughs> I'm sure a little bit in someone's mind is like, hey, I, I can try this shit. And 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 it was a knife gun, by the way. It was a it was, it was, was a, the, <laughs> that, like, was what the the funny, that was a knife. It was a knife. It was, it was a, a knife a, gun. It was a gun and a knife shoots out like one of them old school like rifle. <laughs> like a knife, you know. <laughs> I don't know what that was. It was funny. I was watching Bill Maher talk about that, and he was like, that is the most American thing about this, is that the guy had to conceal a knife by pretending yeah. it was a gun. <laughs> like, oh, if it's a gun, it's fine. It's not. It's It was crazy. Uh, all right, there's lots to get into with this roundup panel. We're going to jump to break with our good friends at Hakeem Optical. We'll be right back with more Inside Jokes. right here on 640 Toronto and of course coast to coast Canada wide on the global news radio network brought to you by Hakeem Optical because the world is stuck in 2020 and now your vision can be too we have a full panel here tonight for the round I was going to drop that cell line by the way Vince but now it's well monkeypox so we can maybe still use it we'll keep that one handy (laughs) for for the next handy for the next pandy Uh, but we got a full roundup on the panel tonight we got comics all over Canada, lots to get into before the break. Of course, we sort of got into the whole issue of let's call it slapgate in comedy. Where you, <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's like the new trend in 2014. It was the ice bucket challenge. Now it's punch a comic. That's what's going on now. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start that hashtag punch a comic. Get that going. Uh, here's another thing. I mean, I feel like that we have so much. There's so much like more alarming stuff going on in the world it's like yes we just got out of this crazy two-year thing and now there's like maybe nuclear war and there's like now they're talking about china and all this crazy but the one thing that everybody cares about the most right now despite the fact that the world is literally burning all of all around us johnny depp and amber heard for some <laughs> <laughs> like amber heard 
It just yeah. Here's the thing. I mean, you know, most of you on this panel, if not all of you, are definitely younger than me, and like I don't know how well remember everybody remembers this, but I remember when I was a kid, the the huge thing that was blowing up all over TV that everybody was glued to was the O.J. Simpson trial. That was like everybody, everybody in the country was watching that and talking about that. That was like the biggest popcorn entertainment at the time. This kind of reminds me of that. This is like everybody's watching this trial. Everybody's picking a side. It kind of goes back and forth. Uh, I don't know. Why do you like I normally I don't I don't like celebrity stuff. I don't like anything to do with celebrity. That's why we do a show about Canadian comedy. <laughs> we don't you know, normally this like gossip column reality show stuff we kind of steer clear of that but i mean it's kind of it's kind of fascinating because people are so glued to this why do you guys think that is do you just think it's because we need some form of like junk food entertainment right now because we've just come out of so much seriousness non-stop for the last couple of years is that why people just need sort of a distraction right now i just i think it's probably because it's so ridiculous that it's it's a work of art of hilarity like there's yeah. there's no team. The only team you could be on is Team Camille Vasquez because she's she's just a bomb. <laughs> <Killing her. laughs> she's she's annihilating her right now. Yeah. And the crackhead doctor they had on yesterday. Like you can't write that type of comedy. No. And then it's just catapulted a bunch of like white women from Texas into launching full careers on TikTok out of like regurgitating what's going on. Like, did you just miss what happened on the Johnny Depp trial today with Amber Heard? And it's like always the same like Texan Christian mother who's like this yeah. is crazy you won't believe and like there it's I don't know it's like I think it's right up there with like real-time murder mystery podcasts like people well, are just invested it kind of is I mean the you know the poop in the bed and then no he cut his own <laughs> finger like it is pretty <laughs> it just gets ridiculous and more ridiculous and more ridiculous I, I try not to pay attention to it but more yeah. information keep coming out I'm like wait what like, after the pool, it should have been a case closed. Case closed. There's no way you're afraid of any man and you shit on the bed. Like, there's no way. I can't, I just, I can't. It's hard for me to believe that you scared of somebody, but then got enough courage to poo on the bed. This is, That's man. because a group chat is powerful, okay? She messaged her girlfriends before she took that action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I never thought we'd come so to the day where like fecal matters. Like we're we here is where we are. Right <laughs> I didn't realize this is a thing. Like, <laughs> tell me you need a detox without telling me you need a detox. It's gross. I can't. Yeah. In a it's weird a way, day. it's kind of like in a weird way. It's almost like she's kind of. I feel like she's kind of getting what she wanted because before this. How many people really knew the name Amber Heard? Not really. Like she wasn't, you know, she wasn't like a household name. I've never name. heard that name before. Never, <laughs> never, 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 never heard it. No press I, okay, is bad press, right? So to be honest, you know. I haven't, like, I haven't paid attention to any of this. I've just seen like the memes or like the gifts or like the little clips that have been popping up. But did she actually eat a crunch wrap supreme before she doo-dooed on the bed? Or <laughs> She's not gluten-free, guys. She is not. The one thing I like, everybody keeps on pointing out too, that she like, when she's being questioned, and yeah, like Eva, like you said, Camille Vasquez is just like pretty much just like 
beating her like a gong right now but she always talks straight to the jury too which is pretty ballsy like she's just like really just like i'm trying to just win like appeal to to all of you and just sway you in my direction she does kind of seem like a master manipulator but that but it's hard to say because it's like i don't want to say that not you know it kind of seems that way though like that one clip of her in the deposition (laughs) deposition by the way Um, (laughs) but she's sitting there like eating french fries she's like snacking while she's like talking about this horrible abuse but she's just like having a snack and like get very casually like yes that's when he did that like having a little monkey at the same time This, this woman, like, this woman's got all kinds of booger sugar. Okay, she's swimming in the smoking. <laughs> she's got a new business plan. She's staring right at the jury because Johnny Depp won't look at her apparently. So she's like, "It was, yeah. I was on the TV." I the love time. that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal that line from this. You'll never look in my eyes again. And then I'll <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my, that's my go-to now. It's like you know, I, you're not looking at these beautiful brown eyes. Never again. And then I'll just put on Kelly Clarkson's behind these hazel eyes. <laughs> I mean, it, it's almost at her detriment, though, because it's like she's already not a great actress. So her, like, it looks like it pains her to be sad more than she's actually sad when she's looking at the jury because she's like, I, uh, so <laughs> or maybe she's got another turtle head poking out. No. Look at all that booger sugar. She got to do the booger sugar poops. That's why she's making all this stuff. Or Danny, as they call it out in Alberta, of course, nose beers. Nose, nose beers. beers. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'd actually just be like funny where you're like, you just come home and then you just see like a loaf just chilling in your bed and you're like, oh, this is brutal. And then you have to take a picture of it just for evidence uh, sakes where you're like, oh, well. Like, what do you but she even say, say like, sorry, I did a doo doo brown on your bed? Exactly. Like, what conversation do you have after? I'm like, that's what? the thing. Yeah. Like, how <laughs> that was, you know, like as as terrible as a relationship could be, that's something. Yeah. How do you come back from that? Do you just like, like oh, you win? Just like yeah, someone washes the sheets and then you go, "I'm sorry, I love you too," and that's it. Like you kind of like there's no I coming back. Have, I should have pooed on a bed, and I should work on my communication. <laughs> It's and not like taking the metaphor the side of the bed and really applying it for your life. It is true. Like, I don't know. I've never. Uh, that's not a, that's... anymore. It's the side of the bed. How is yeah. anybody going to sleep on that side of oh. the bed? Yeah, it's, yeah you'll always it's, know. You'll always know. It was that side of the bed. Screw the sheets. You could yeah, just. That's just the side of the bed that was put The mattress. Yeah. <laughs> the mattress. Get a so deep, the mattress. Eternal star. They pick it up like a dog, like with a doggy bag, and then like turn it inside out. Like, what was the process after it happened? Was like, well, are you gonna pick it up or am I gonna pick it up? Like, no one spoke about that. No one spoke about that. Her dietitian was like, do you think they like had makeup sex, but like had to avoid the poop spot too after? Like, they're on like working. Would you guys even get back with your girl if she did that? Not makeup sex. Is that exactly that? It's no coming. Yeah, there's no coming back. I think, from that. I think I think if there's anything we've agreed on in this panel on this topic is that poop is the line. That's really <laughs> the line, man. <laughs> I, I can't I can't look in the eyes after you poo on a bed. Yeah. I'm like, what's 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 worse, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> 
but don't there's the whole uh the whole james franco thing and elon musk was in there at one point because there's not a hostile takeover he's not involved in apparently even this one but james franco (laughs) there's like james franco was with her one night what's worse than you guys adultery or the bed poop bed pooping the like the like white frat kid inside me is kind of like touche you know or like (laughs) where i'm like oh man that's pretty out there you know it's pretty out there pretty pretty out there (laughs) it's pretty out there you took a shit on my pillow i mean (laughs) yeah there's no respect man i'm out yeah yeah some some point of bed this person don't respect you they don't respect you at all not a little bit that's the deal breaker (laughs) all right not a little bit you know (laughs) moving on into Moving on into a different thing in pop culture while we're, while we're, I mean, this, I was going to say while we're on the topic, but there's, that's a pretty unique topic. Uh, but of course this week, I don't know who still watches it. I mean, I was a diehard loyalist for years through good casts and bad. And I wrote an anniversary piece about them in the guardian, but uh, SNL this past week, uh, Pete Davidson left, Kate McKinnon left, Eddie Bryant left. So like, Basically, the chunk of the cast that people know who they are, for the most part, a huge chunk of like the known cast left the show, which I don't know what kind of gap that's going to leave there. Here's the thing, though. I mean, in an age where we're watching all of our stuff on streaming platforms and we're watching online stuff and YouTube and TikTok and all that, is SNL really like the institution that it used to be like for a comic to get on that show? Do you think that really means what it used to? And and do you think this is are we heading towards the end of like the late night era like is network tv dead because for comics it used to be like you get a spot on a late show that was a career maker that's what you were going for always does this stuff mean the same thing anymore do you guys think we're kind of heading towards the end of that era i don't think i I think it will always kind of be there for like an institution wise like i still think like uh if you hit snl then it's kind of like okay sweet that's a big feather in your cap but it's also like you know you've you've kind of hit a milestone for sure and become a recognizable name in a lot of people's television. There's a lot of writing com- comedy writing opportunities for a lot of artists out there. It doesn't really necessarily have to be SNL. A lot of people pay just as well and have the same notoriety. I mean, um, one time you had KMPL. I mean, but they're kind of moved on now. But there's other streaming services and content creators that are making a name for themselves without having the acclaim of those three letters SNL behind their name. Coming from the like the marketing production side, like my day job. Um, I can definitely confirm that it, in a sense, it has to do with more of like culture and exposure. So in terms of what it means to be on SNL personally has at this point in the way that culture is going with Gen Z and the way that trends are changing and apps are changing, um, it's like a historical thing. It's kind of like being a part of something that will always be important and have longevity. But in terms of relying on it for your career, there's so many streaming platforms that you're competing with that in terms of advancing yourself, it will get you so far within the known community. But on a global scale, um, these networks are now competing with TikTok, where yeah. you know yeah. that these get within two or three days and get their data in two to three days. TikTok streamers are getting the same on uploading a you know, a half quality video, something that goes well and has 2.6 million views in six hours. So, you know, Mm -hmm. there's so much competition coming in through, you know, certain avenues that people don't even consider sometimes. So 
you know, SNL is a big deal and goes viral when a celebrity is the host of SNL. And yeah. that holds more weight when announced than when a new comedian comes on the cast per se. But it is. Yeah, that's kind of that. That's coming from the business side yeah. of uh, something I can definitely confirm for you guys. That is true. All right, we're gonna. I want to come back with more on this because there's a, there's a bit more to get into here. We're gonna come back with more of our roundup right here on Inside Jokes. Data, aka Showtime Data, and you're listening to Inside Joe. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Welcome back to Inside Jokes, baby, right here on 640 Toronto, brought to you by our good friends at Hakeem Optical, helping you spot hecklers in the crowd since 1967. <laughs> I wanted to think of one that had something to do with comedy and not the world being on fire. The mass exodus at SNL before the break. Of course, Pete Davidson, Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant all left the cast. Uh, Kyle Mooney. Yeah, which, whatever. I mean, that's one of those cast members where you go, why did you leave that job? Because, I mean, you're not, you yeah. know what I mean? It always yeah. sucks to see these people leave and then you never see them again. Like, they're not, <laughs> you know, we're going <laughs> to see Kate McKinnon constantly and stuff. Pete Davidson, we're going to see him in things not not just the kardashians but you know we're gonna see we're gonna see them and stuff but the rest it's like sometimes you see those cast members where you're like why this was a cushy gig what are you going where, where are you gonna it's like another jeff richards like do you any and you know who that is exactly some of these people Kim kardashian right now his life's made oh i know huh? for now but we're gonna but he's gonna be in movies and tv shows kate mckinnon is he? In movies yeah. and TV so shows. they get a hold of him and they I go want insane to- <laughs> he's on a he's on a ticking time bomb right now how long do you think that's gonna last it's kind of funny though it's like like again pete and kate are like they're like the head headliners of that show anyways right now like you we know we're gonna see them in movies and they're gonna be fun they're gonna go on to do mm-hmm. other stuff that was a career maker for them but some of these some of these comics who are on snl and they kind of leave too early it's like you know when you you see a comic that's been doing it for like a year or something and they're like this is it, man. I'm quitting my day job. And you're like, uh, <laughs> uh, is it time to pull the ripcord on that yet? I don't know. <laughs> that 12, 12 minutes that yucks. Quitting my day job. Yeah. <laughs> day job. Like, got a hot 12 at Yucks downtown. Made a boy. You got 12? <laughs> a hot 12. What is that? Like, That's I mean, for, you, can do that. for all of you, like, let's say tomorrow you did get you know, a cast gig on an SNL or even something in the writer's room. It's like being a working comic and being a touring comic and a club comic. It's like, that's, you got it made in the shade. Like that's a solid gig. Someone's paying you on a, you know, a comedy, an iconic, an iconic comedy platform to write and perform. It's like, that's pretty good. That's what you were kind of like pounding the pavement for years to go and do. So for some of those acts on there, it's like, why are they leaving that 
comfort, that safety nest, you know? <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm going to be like Andy Kaufman and still bust tables. Just one, one, one shift a week. Just, yeah. just to keep me humble. <laughs> keep me grounded to my roots. And then, uh, you know, just be like, you going to finish that garlic toast or what? <laughs> I mean, Keisha, if that was you, would you just be like, yeah, this is kind of what I was trying to do this whole time. I'm staying. Like, there's some people who were just like, I'm milking this forever. Like, Daryl Hammond was there for like 40 years. <laughs> Thompson, right? Was yeah. Keenan has been there. not leaving. Whew, yeah. He's not going to go anywhere. You know, and I feel like, yeah, SNL was always like a staple place for, you know, you, you stay there until you get movies or something. Everyone yeah. else that left, like Will Ferrell, Eddie Murphy, all these guys, they left and went on to bigger bigger things so now yeah it's kind of weird to see you know people leaving prematurely but like mm-hmm. someone mentioned earlier we have so many platforms to compete with look at t- people are getting movie gigs off of tiktok yeah <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous what am i doing yeah. wrong here Crazy. That's, a, that's so strange to me too because like a year and a half ago that was this weird brand new app where people were like what is this oh people are just yeah. bored during the pandemic and now it's like this it's it's a platform it's a legitimate platform now it's it's almost like the game has flipped now producers and casting members they're looking at us and our followings when it used to be like you know we're, we're going into their offices with our little demo tapes and stuff it's it's crazy now it's like what do you do how do you compete and is our i mean is our attention span too short now too like i honestly like whoever they replace the cast with on there I can't picture a 22-year-old right now going, oh, yeah, Saturday night, I'm going to watch 90 minutes of the, of a sketch show. Like, no way. Yeah. Like, yeah. five yeah. seconds at a time. Like, that's about all we have right now. Yeah, I honestly feel like social social media is the way for the future. Because like you said, like, 22-year-olds, you're not, honestly, a lot of people don't probably don't even know SNL. Like, the younger, younger cast don't really know this stuff, man. Like, social media, like, quick videos is just where it's at. Like, yeah. if I was to make anything longer than a minute, Nothing. Not getting views. Anything that's 60 seconds or less, it's where it's at right now. Crazy. I would even argue five seconds to yeah. 33. <laughs> and the algorithm is so, you know, the algorithm is so unpredictable that there's so many avenues of which, like, you can target a certain market and bank on that, where before we had billboards and companies would spend okay. hundreds of thousands of dollars on billboards just to get imprints. And imprints is the same thing that you get from the amount of times that a company will now put a 15 second story that costs them $40 to advertise to you and 600,000 other people. And, you know, you used to be able to have to like invest in ads, invest in this. And there was all these strategies in these companies and TikTok has kind of broken that um, streamline of things where something with one hashtag could go potentially viral. I had a TikTok go viral last week with 1.2 million and I did nothing. I had my phone open by accident to film anything else. And my niece asked me if I was drunk. And I said, <laughs> no, it's 8 a.m. I'm not drunk. And I posted it on my story. And my friend said, we should just post that on TikTok. And the next day I woke up and it had 1.2 million views. I That's still have $4 wow. in my bank account. My life has not changed at all. It's true. It has completely changed the game. And I mean, it's you know. Random. Yeah. And it's not, it's not a, you know, we kind of thought, oh, this is just a thing we're doing because, you know, live shows are on pause and all that stuff. But it's like, nah, this, that's, 
The game is the game. This is where it's at now, and this is where it's going to stay moving forward. All right, we're going to come back and wrap things up with our roundup panel. And speaking of going viral, Monkey Pox is here. We're going to come back with more inside jokes right here on 640 Toronto. people it's your girl keisha brownie and you are listening to inside jokes and i'm taking a couple toasts welcome back to inside jokes right here on 640 toronto it is of course another month in comedy and that means it is another roundup we are talking all things news pop culture politics with our full panel of comics from coast to coast We've kind of touched a lot of bases so far on the show. We've talked, again, Slapgate. It is National Punch-A-Comic-In-The-Face Month. Uh, <laughs> first Chris Rock, then Dave Chappelle. So we got into comics being punched. We got, you know, Amber Heard's duties on Johnny Depp's <laughs> side of the bed. SNL's mass exodus. Uh, but, of course, again, the elephant in the room. You know, we just came we all across this country. We just recovered from two years of lockdowns and putting shows on pause and doing Zoom shows and digital comedy festivals and all this stuff. Now we're back. It's festival season. There's new clubs that have opened up. Comics are out on the road touring again. Everything is back in full force in every inch of comedy in this country. Now monkeypox is here. <laughs> Nobody knows what it is, but it even sounds gross and it looks gross. Montreal has it already, which means Toronto is going to copy that as fast as possible. What do you guys <laughs> think, though? After two years of this, do you think we're ready? We're like comedy is we're built. We're built for whatever happens, man. We've done it. We've learned it. Do you think we're ready for monkeypox in comedy? We're, we're not ready for really? monkeypox. Like you, you can see monkeypox all over your situation. Like anybody, like COVID. At least we had a like you know we can't see it, but we can. We know it's here. But monkeypox, yeah. that stuff is all over you, man. That is, ah, you know, it's a, get away from me. We're all arrogant in Quebec, so we're like, I don't care. I'm going out anyways. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. monkeypox. I don't give. I don't give a I'm I'm ready for the four horsemen. I'm ready for horsepox. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> horse pox. A horse pox. Give it. I don't know. I mean, let's go through the whole life. We'll we'll look at Noah's Ark and then see which animals there are, and then we'll get some pox for each one of them. 
<laughs> gold pox. Gold pox sounds like a great Caribbean dish. Oh. They should just gold two pox in a large wow. gold pox. Two pox. Like cereal I want, uh, a remake of K pox. <laughs> it's it's actually in my neighborhood um in the village it's kind of like where it's sprouted and it, oh, no. it's um cool. it's mostly among the lgbtq community and it's from just even sweating on someone you can get it or through um oh. sexually transmitted. oh really so, uh with all the summer festivals in montreal people just rubbing up on each other it's just well, that's not gonna That'd be it. so brutal getting monkeypox just from like rubbing up on someone. You didn't even like have oh. sex, and you're like, oh, I yeah. monkeypox. I'd probably just go out and have sex. <laughs> then you have to go home. <laughs> then you have to go home and tell. Yeah, yeah like, this is bullshit. Just stressed up on me. You like the OG way. Then you have to go home and tell your tell your wife or husband to be like, I swear I got monkeypox from the toilet seat. And next thing you know, they're pooping on your side of the bed. There. I feel like after two years of this though in every comedy scene in this country whatever this stupid monkeypox thing is i feel like after two years of what we've just been through people are gonna be like i don't care fill the audience with people with like bingo dabbers all over their skin i don't care we're not masking we're not pausing live yeah. shows we're just plowing straight through i don't think people would do it again i really don't uh, apparently, the smallpox vaccine, if you got that, you're protected from what I read. <laughs> Just like, you get that, like in elementary. <laughs> I don't, I I don't mean, trust it. I don't trust any of them. I don't know what these, I don't know what the smallpox, bigpox, I don't trust it all. I got all the vaccines. I got COVID three times. Like it was a best friend coming to visit me every three months. Okay. This was oh ridiculous. This is nothing. Yeah. Just coming around by big. It's me. All right. We could go on this stuff all day. I really wish we could, but I, I think now that we've talked about TikTok, we got to make this radio show five seconds long from now on. Otherwise nobody's listening for longer than that. Uh, but there's so much I want to get into with this roundup. We touched a lot of bases, but again, we could have gone all day. I want to go around hit up our panel. Where can our listeners find you? Follow all of your stuff. Danny Martinello, where can we find you online? You can find me online on uh, the... Uh, uh, sorry, I was going to say something funny to say at the end there, but it didn't really came out. <laughs> you can find me in the obituaries after this radio show. <laughs> no, you can find me just on social media at Danny Martinello, and then if you're in the GTA, I'll be... Uh, I'll be at Planet Paradise on the 28th for the uh, Toronto Comedy Festival, as well as um, I'll be at the Georgian Bay uh, for the Georgian Bay Comedy Festival on the 27th. Um, and then, yeah, just follow me uh, online. And then when you find me at shows, you can just follow me to my car and I'll, I'll sell you some stuff out of my trunk. That's how you get monkeypox right there is Danny Martinello's trunk merch. That's the- <laughs> yeah, it comes it comes with uh, hot sweat. <laughs> Oladada, when you're not on network TV, where can we find you, man? Uh, you can follow me on uh, Showtime Data on Instagram and on TikTok. Showtime dot data. Showtime data was taken. Uh, yeah, um, that's for my the new favorite. album, Ola. The new album. Oh yeah, new album out. Oh. Yeah, I got okay. an album out called Data Plan. Please, you can stream that on all platforms. Anything you listen to music on, and if you, you know, you can go on my Instagram link in the bio. There we go. Perfect. Keisha Brownie, where can we find you? 
you guys could uh, follow me on my website. That's gotbrownie.com. It'll link you to all my shows I got going on, all my merch and that. Uh, I'm also on the socials on Instagram, Keisha Brownie, K-E-E-S-H-A, Brownie like the dessert. I'm excited because I just got back my hacked account. Okay. It's been like eight months celebrating my eight. I knew it was hacked. Right? It was, girl, girl, I'm going through the. I got a message from you and you were, I think it was like a help me. And I said, what do you need help with? And you're like, help me right now. And I was like, I think she got hacked. So, buddy, if it's not a yo or a wagwan, it's hacked. Okay? I do not talk like that. You should have said Bitcoin. I know. It's crazy. It's been wild. You could also get my album. It's on my website. Uh, I'll be in New York in June, the middle of June for comedy festivals. So, you know, just check out my website. All the dates are there. It's uh, It's been a pleasure, guys. I'll be back for uh, Stand Up Stitches is coming back in October. So look out for that at Rose Theater. Live comedy. Live yeah. comedy. There we go, Keisha Brownie. And out in <laughs> Montreal, Eva Alexo, where can we find you? Live um, on stage and online. DMs. You can find me in Keisha's DMs. That's right. <laughs> I have a new crazy NFT project that you just need to jump on. <laughs> um, you guys can find me online at Eva Alexo Comedy on TikTok and Instagram. And Montreal's favorite comedy show, The Kickback, is back June 11th. And we are launching our open mic, which is a streamline to the showcase June 2nd at the third floor comedy club here in Montreal. And June 11th at the Diving Bell Social Club. There we go. That is our panel. Don't forget, you can listen to all of our episodes right back to the beginning on Global News Online. We'll be back next week. This week's Comedy Rx is Ola Dada. I am Nigerian, and growing up in Nigerian home was very tough. Uh, but I could tell my parents got less strict, especially with the names that they gave their kids. Because my full name is Ola Wumi Samuel Mubarak Dada. It's quite a bit. <laughs> my sister's name is Abiola Deborah Dada. And then for some reason, my little brother's name is Nathan. <laughs> no last name, just Nathan. I'm like, how come Nathan gets the name of opportunities and freedom? <laughs> but I'm stuck with Ola Wumi Samuel Mubarak Data, that's not fair. <laughs>